0: Welcome back to the Maiden Madness College Basketball Podcast. We roll on with uh, the mid-major college basketball previews. We're moving to a fun league, the fun belt, the sun belt. Uh, It should be a fun league to break down. Uh, Certainly, I think a good kind of top three or four teams in the league. Uh, Plenty of options for the player of the year uh, award, so I, I think this should be one of the
1: Fun leagues, uh, fun mid-major leagues. I see what you did there. Yeah, there's a – talk about leagues that add transfers. The Sun Belt sure adds transfers unless you're Appalachian State. Then you don't add transfers. But a lot of teams in this conference love transfers. Shout out yeah. South Alabama. South Alabama.
0: Uh, they love transfers. Louisiana, Louisiana, Lafayette, they love transfers.
1: Big time. And they probably added the best transfer.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're going to get into it. Consensus, unanimous, number one team, Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, this is a team. They add in Jordan Brown from Arizona. He's going to be a big piece going forward for this team. They add in Greg Williams from St. John's was a very efficient, high level three point shooter at St. John's. They bring in Antoine Jones. So this, this is a team. They had a good uh, season uh, season go, and they said, let's get better. Let's try to go win the Sunbelts, and they decided to add some of the best transfers in uh, the Sunbelts.
1: Yeah, this is going to be a really good team this season, and it starts in the front court. They have Theo Akuba, who is, I'll spoil it now, my pick to win conference player of the year, one of the best defenders in the country, at the, uh, post defenders in the country, He's really strong and improved his offensive skill set quite a bit from his days at Portland, where he was a three or four point per game guy and became the double digit scorer last year, going to average a double double this year, going to block two or three shots a game and be a lights out defender. And then next to him is Jordan Brown, the former top 10 recruit. I feel like people forget that this guy was a top 10 recruit at one time, uh, started his career at Nevada, played one year there, was buried on the depth chart behind Trey Sean Thurman and Trey Porter transferred to Arizona and sat out. And then last year was a pretty good player. It was the Pac-12 Sixth Man of the Year, and will form a really good duo next to Theo Akuba. And then you had Greg Williams from St. John's. He's going to be an all-conference player at this level. He's going to be really good. He can shoot the ball. He can handle the ball. And with losing Cedric Russell to Ohio State, there needs some more ball handlers on the team. Williams will take some of that role. Uh, Brian Brian Ow or I think that's how you say it, it will take some of the role, too. Uh Antoine Jones will play the wing spot a little bit. Kobe Julian, if he's healthy, will be a really good piece. And then Jalen Dalcourt coming in from San Jose State should be a nice scorer off the bench, good shooter. Uh Didn't play until January or so last year, but he should be a pretty good piece coming home to his hometown team. So I think that Louisiana Lafayette's the top team in the conference, partly because of what they did in the portal this year, and partly because of how good Theo Okuba is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. and. Yeah, you know, good luck scoring on this team because you have Theo Akuba and Jordan Brown. I mean, that, that might be one and two on the defensive player of the year uh, watch list.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of potential on this team. They'll be a really good team. There's some, there's some pretty good experience, too. Like, they have a lot of experienced guys. They have some age on the team. Jordan Brown's in his fourth year of college. Like, this is a guy that's been around for a while.
0: Yeah, absolutely so bringing in some talented experience, uh, you know, some, you know, high major talent. I mean, that's just uh, going to be big for uh, the Sun Belt level. So, yeah, we, we both like Louisiana, Lafayette. Next up here, it is South Alabama. Richie Riley is looking to uh, get to the NCAA tournament. They lose Michael Flowers, who is off to Washington State, to lead them to their first NCAA tournament since the Tony Bennett era, but uh, they bring in uh, Greg Farm, Charles Manning, who should be good high-level players. J.J. Chandler, I forgot, was still in college, but uh, evidently he is showing up at South Alabama. So mm-hmm. this is a talented team, uh, and uh, they should be right there with Louisiana Lafayette contending for a
1: Sun Belt championship. Yeah, losing Michael Flowers is definitely a tough blow, but Greg Parham was great at VMI last year. They stunned Furman in the first round of the SOCON tournament. He was a big part of that. Very smooth pick and roll, pick and roll ball handler can shoot the ball. Not an elite defender, but I think maybe not being in the zone that VMI runs could be beneficial to his game a bit. Uh, so I think he's in for a pretty good season. Could be a first team all conference kind of guy this year. Tyrell Jones also coming in from Auburn. Charles Manning should be the, could, could wind up being the top scorer on the team. But to me, one of the bigger additions on the roster is Marshall Keering coming in from the Juco level. He's a really good shot blocker, good rim protector. That's something his team was desperately lacking last year. When they faced big men like Norchad Omeir, Theo Laquuba, L.I.L. Soseme, they struggled a lot to defend them. Marshall Keering should be able to help that out a little bit because of his shot blocking ability. And Lance Thomas brings some size too, coming in from Memphis. All right, by my count, there are a lot of transfers. Seven Seven. former high-major players. Seven former high-major players, really? Howard Washington. He's not on the roster anymore. All right, six
0: former high-major players. Yeah. Thomas, Tyrell Jones, J.J. Chandler, Charles Manning, Wait, who's the? Six? Deontay Smith. Deontay yes. Smith. That's who it is. Yeah, that's that's a lot of former high major players. Yeah, so, it is. Uh, so yeah, this South the Alabama team should be fun to watch. Should be contending for uh league championship and a chance to make the NCAA tournament.
1: Yeah. Also, expect a lot of threes being taken from this team. They take 44% of their shots last year came from deep. They do lose some pretty valuable players, like we said, but, uh, one name I didn't mention, KO Gonzalez can really shoot the ball from deep at six foot eight, close to 40% from deep. He's using this is super senior year. And how often do you see this? He shot the ball from two point range less than 20 times last year, but shot nearly 200 threes. That's something. Not often. Not often, but I love it. I'm here for it. All right,
0: next up we have Texas State. This is a team returning a lot of pieces from the team that uh, end up winning the regular season title in the Sun Belt a season ago. Uh, Mason Haral, good uh, kind of lead guard for this team. Caleb Asbury brings in some scoring. And then Isaiah Small kind of takes care of the front line. So that that's a kind of good three-headed monster of the team. They have Sheldon or Shelby Adams, uh, Tyrell Morgan, kind of a sophomore to watch. So uh, this is a team a lot of continuity coming in uh, this season. And uh, while I don't think it has quite as much high upside talent as Louisiana Lafayette and South Alabama, I think Texas State, you're going to pencil
1: them in for uh, contending at least for the Sun Belt title. Yeah, Terrence Johnson did an awesome job in year one, was the interim coach, and very deservedly got the full-time head coaching job. They play a really slow pace. They didn't take a ton of threes, but they were really good at shooting the ball from deep, 39%. And they have one of the more dangerous shooting backcourt duos in the conference with Caleb Asbury and Mason Harrell. Both guys are well over 40% last year from deep. Isaiah Small, an athletic guy that can play three through five, uh, he's a little skinny at 170, but he can defend. He's a good shot blocker, runs the floor really well, and probably will shoot more threes this year. Didn't shoot as many as he, you'd probably like him to. I think he's going to take that step this year in his final year of college, shoot a little more threes. He did enter the portal and had a lot of high major interests, Texas Tech, Texas, and several other schools uh contacted him. So I think he's going to be a really good player for Texas State this year as he decided to return. He also had Nate Lacewell from San Jose State. So there's a lot of pieces on this team, and they were really good last year. Losing Alonzo Sule hurts because of his defensive ability, but I think they'll be able to be really good despite that.
0: All right, next up here we have Georgia State. Uh, this is a team that returns a lot of pieces. Corey Allen coming back. Kane Williams coming back uh Justin Roberts coming back so that getting the three you know best players or three leading scores. Uh Elil Nisuhomi uh will uh defend the interior for this team. They bring in Jordan Rawls from Western Kentucky. So this is kind of another team alongside, you know, Texas State just returning a lot of pieces and uh should at a bare minimum, you know, be near the top of Conference USA or the Sun Belt.
1: Yeah, L.A. also semi is a double-double threat every single night. He's a really good player. Jalen Thomas also had a pretty good sophomore season for Georgia State. The Jordan Rawls addition is pretty underrated, though. This was a guy that was pretty solid last year for Western Kentucky. They just had a lot of guards that played several High amounts of minutes with Davion McKnight, with Kenny Cooper, as we mentioned in the CUSA podcast. But Rawls average eight points per game, two assists per game, and can shoot the ball from outside. He should be a pretty good six man for this team with the experienced guards they have. This will be a team that could definitely win the conference. That wouldn't surprise me at all if they wind up winning it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, should be a good team to watch. I think that pretty clear, like top four teams in this league uh, kind of contending. And with a consensus number five team, it is Arkansas State. They add in Desi Sills from uh Arkansas who should come big in. Time get. Yeah, big time get should probably come in and be, you know, uh, maybe the leading scorer for this team. But they they also bring back Barquise Eaton, uh Caleb Fields, uh Norchard O'Meer, uh three head monster who uh you know led this team in scoring a season ago. Uh, Mike Bellato has a really talented team that uh, is just kind of getting better, and Arkansas State looks like a program on the rise.
1: Yeah, Norchad O'Meara was awesome last season, one of the best freshmen in the entire country, averaged 12 points per game, 12 rebounds per game, a block shot a game, and a steal per game. Great defender, and he's really athletic, so he should be a good piece for this team this year and beyond. Him with Desi Sills will be a really good duo to have, Great guard and big man duo. I'm curious to see how that plays out because Desi Sills, really quick guy who was very solid for Arkansas for three years. He kind of fell behind with Devo Davis last year emerging, went to Auburn for about a month and then transferred to Arkansas State. He could be one of the best players in the conference this season. Uh, Marcus Eaton coming back. That should be a pretty good guy to have back. He was our leading scorer last season. And then Caleb Fields was their third leading scorer last year. The shooting is definitely a question for this team. They were not a great shooting team last year. Or I guess they were a really good shooting team last year, apparently. Thirty seven percent. That didn't seem like as high as I had imagined. But uh they were really low usage from three. So I'm curious to see what that ends up looking like this year though. Yeah. Uh should be kind of an interesting team to watch. And
0: then the other thing too is like how much different would it be like Katie Johnson ends up going to Auburn if Let's say he goes somewhere else. I mean, how much different would this Arkansas State program, you know, be looking? They still would be pretty solid, uh, at least a above average team. But adding in Desi Sills gives them, you know, a chance to win the Sunbelts, I think,
1: going into this season. That's a very good point, because if, like you said, if Katie Johnson doesn't end up going to Auburn, maybe they don't have Desi Sills, and that would be a big-time thing for them.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, next up here, it is Appalachian State. Uh, this is a program returning, lot uh, live pieces from the team, uh, that obviously, you know, made the deep run, uh, ended up making it to the NCAA tournament, uh, ultimately lost to Norfolk State. But Appalachian State now, uh, re- they returned Justin Forrest, who is the leading scorer for this team. They uh, bring back Donovan Gregory, who's a good piece, Alderith Def. So th- this is kind of a, you know, pretty, you know, high upside kind of team. They ended up making the run a season ago. We'll see if they're able to uh, ultimately make the run and make it back to the NCAA tournament. But Appalachian State, certainly a good roster going into the season.
1: Yeah, Dustin Kearns did one of the toughest things to do in college basketball, and that's winning four games in four days in the conference tournament. This is not a team I thought was going to do that, but they beat Little Rock, who really disappointed last year. Then they beat Texas State, Coastal Carolina, and Georgia State, who were probably the three best teams in the conference last season. So just an incredible job by him to get his team to do that. They were really hot, and they won. I mean, they were awesome in that stretch. Justin Forrest is their best player. He's back for the extra year of eligibility. Adrian Delph is also back, as is Mike Almonasi who was very good down the stretch, was probably, probably their best player in the last five games of the year. You also get James Lewis back and Donovan Gregory, who plays that small ball four role, really good rebounder and then R.J. Duhart at the 5. They really play through their perimeter, guys, and that should continue this season. Duhart and Lewis are solid pieces at the 5, but they're not going to take a ton of shots. The rest of their guys, like Forrest, like Almonasi and Delph, they're going to be the ones who have the ball in their hands and are taking a ton of shots. They'll take a good amount of threes, and they'll make a good amount of threes. This team is going to be very competitive again this season, and they open the season in New, New Rochelle against Iona. That will be a game I am ecstatic to watch, one of my favorite games to see on opening night. Absolutely. Next team
0: up, it is Coastal Carolina. Uh, They add in Vince Cole uh, to kind of replace Devontae Jones. Now Devontae Jones, uh, Sunbelt Player of the Year a season ago. That's going to be a tough loss for them, but uh, this is still a team I think has some solid pieces. They bring in Vince Cole, who uh, was one of the billion transfers to transfer out of St. John's a season ago. They bring back a Brima Diba, DeAnthony Taylor, Asam Mustafa. Uh, so this is still a team, you know, I think it has some, you know, NCA tournament aspirations. Probably not going to get there. They also bring in Rudy Williams, who was at Kansas State. So uh, some good pieces on this roster, but probably at this point, I don't quite think they're quite an NCAA tournament team.
1: Yeah, you lose Tyreek Dixon, was one of your better shooters on the roster. and You also lose to Anthony Tipler, who entered the transfer portal last week. So you're losing two of your better shooters. You're hoping Vince Cole can become the star of the team with Devontae Jones out of the fold. But with everything Devontae Jones did for this team defensively, ball handling, rebounding, scoring, he's impossible to replace and that's going to be a big issue for this team. Hopefully Abrima Diva can take a step up. Rudy Williams is was a very good Juco player, didn't play a ton at Kansas State, so we'll see what he ends up doing this year. A Sam Mustafa as a sophomore should be able to take that step up. Without Devontae Jones, they will definitely take a noticeable step back this season.
0: Absolutely. Uh Next team up here, it is Texas Arlington. Uh This is kind of a team, you know, under the radar, they have uh, David Azuri, uh, Javon Levi, uh, Nicholas Imam. So a good, good kind of supporting cast. Uh, they were, you know, finished sixth in the Sun Belts a go. Uh They do lose Shahada Welbs, who is off to TCU. So uh, a lot of pieces gone, uh, but still a roster I think still intact to kind of manage to make it out of the bottom of this league.
1: Yeah, losing Shahada Wells is a tough one because he was a great score for them coming from the Juco level. Like you said, he's off to TCU. He was just that lightning score that they needed, and he was awesome for them. This year, their go-to guy is definitely going to be David Azore, J- Javon Levi coming in from UT Rio Grande Valley. Very good on-ball defender. Then you also had Jack Hoiberg, the son of uh, what, what Fred Hoiberg. I don't know why I blanked on his first name, but the son of Fred Hoiberg coming in. Uh, should be interesting. i curious to see what he ends up doing, but yeah, UT Arlington definitely going to be near the bottom of the conference this season.
0: All right, next up it is Little Rock. This is a program they lose Marquise Noel off to Kansas State, not a huge loss. Uh, now they bring in they bring back Nikola Marich, uh, who's going to be a kind of good scorer for this roster. Uh, they bring in uh, Marco Lukic, who should be a good piece. CJ White gonna help out. So this is a team kind of, you know, staying put, not gonna quite fall off the edge and be near the bottom, uh, you know, where Louisiana Monroe and Troy will be, but still not gonna be a great team either.
1: Yeah, this was my pick to win the Sun Belt entering last season because they returned Ruwap Monyong and Marquise Noel, and they just were not very good last year. Noel ended up transferring in the middle of the season, but they were bad before he left. Monyong was really good on the defensive end and was solid on the offensive end. You know what he was going to do. He was going to be a double-double threat every night, but just for some reason, they just couldn't score enough, and then on nights they were scoring enough, they couldn't defend enough. So it was just one of those seasons for Little Rock, and it's one you definitely like to forget. Ben coupe is also gone. So your star of the team is definitely Nicola Marich. So we'll see what he ends up doing. But there is talent incoming on the team. Myron Gardner, who began his career at Georgetown, went to the Juco level last year, spent a season at South Plains, is back at the Division One level. He should be a pretty good player that can stretch the floor. D'Antoni Gordon coming in from also, the JUCO level started his career at Wichita State. Kevin Osawi, a lights-out wing shooter, started his career at the JUCO level, and now he uh went to Western Kentucky for a year, and he's back at Little Rock now. So there is talent incoming on the team. I'm curious to see the kind of role those three play because I think they could wind up being the determining factor on what this team ends up looking like. But they could be a little better than we have them. That wouldn't surprise me, but they won't be in contention to win the conference for sure.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Next up, Georgia Southern. Uh they lose Zach Bryant and Eric Boone, who were their two leading scorers from last season's team. Elijah McLaddan should take a kind of uh step forward, but this is still kind of a team, uh not a you know, huge ceiling on this team. Caden Archie could be a kind of good s- score. Uh, he's bounced around all over the place, but now kind of selling into a little bit of a role. They have, uh, Getty Jusa Pattis, uh, who's a kind of good scorer as well. Kamari Brown can score the basketball, but, uh, still just kind of a team, uh, not really too high on them. Not going to quite put them at the bottom where, uh, Louisiana Monroe and Troy are, but, uh, yeah, just not quite a
1: team too excited about. Yeah, Georgia Southern has to replace 24 points per game between their top two scorers, Zach Bryant and Eric Boone. I think Elijah McCadden could be one of the guys that takes a big step up on the offensive end, and Cam Bryant, who is a forward, now a sophomore, should be a guy that takes his step this season. I like his offensive skill set, can shoot the ball from outside, solid size at that four spot. I like his potential quite a bit. Uh, They definitely are lacking in terms of guards, but you know, they, they, they have pieces still. Kaden Archie, I think, has high potential still, even though it's been a while since he was a recruit. There's pieces on the team, but they're definitely going to be near the bottom of the conference because losing your two best players and your two best guards, especially, is a really tough blow. Yeah, absolutely. Next up, it is Louisiana
0: Monroe. Uh, they they return some pieces from last season's team. Uh, you know Kareem Ozier is back. Uh, Russell Harrison. So getting two leading scores back is definitely a good thing, but still just not a team, you know, all all that exciting going into this season. Uh, we were kind of talking before we let, went live with the podcast, kind of just a team that don't really see a lot because they they last year only scheduled one. Uh, NCAA tournament opponent, and that was LSU, who was not exactly the greatest NCAA tournament team by any means. So didn't really see a ton of them last season and uh, might not see a lot of them this season either.
1: Yeah. Russell Harrison's a pretty good player. He's been around too, started at the NAIA level, then uh, spent a year at the JUCO level, I believe. And he had 12 points per game last year as their leading scorer, Shot over five threes per game, but only shot thirty percent from deep, but he has good size he's six foot seven, so if he could be a little more consistent from three, that'd be a big time thing for them. but they didn't add a ton from the transfer portal besides Reginald G coming in from Austin P and he started his career at NC Central, so he's a really good shooter that I think or started his career at Alabama State. He should be a really good shooter. I think he could be a pretty good piece for this team and Andre Jones coming in from Nichols State but this is going to be the team that I think finishes last in the conference this year.
0: All right. And then last up, we have Troy Scott Cross. He, he brings back Nick Dan uh Zay Williams, uh, both coming back. They bring back Desmond Williams, who is a solid piece for this uh, team, but still just not a whole lot of talent on this uh, Troy team. And uh, maybe they finish, you know, 10th or 11th, but,
1: just not a program I'm all that excited to watch this season. Yeah, Troy is really going to struggle this year. I think they probably are the worst team in the conference. Again, they were really bad last year. They were 11-17. and Cam Woods was one of their top scorers, and he ended up transferring to the Juco level. Uh, Duke Miles was a really good freshman for them last year, so uh, I guess it'll be interesting to see what he does as a sophomore. He could be one of the go-to guys in the conference. He's going to be a high-usage guy. We'll see what he ends up doing. He only went eight for 42 from deep. So if he can improve in that aspect, he should be very solid, but he's going to have the opportunities to do it because they don't have a ton of, ton of options on this team. All right.
0: Next up here, it is the awards uh, player of the year. We both went with a player from Louisiana Lafayette, different players, different six-eleven guys. I went with Jordan Brown, a uh, former Arizona player. I think he's going to come in kind of just dominate on the post. I think he'll be able to score with ease. And, uh, I, I also think Louisiana Lafayette winning the league title will also help his case.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the, uh, Theo Akuba. Double double threat every night. Good shot blocker. And I think his offensive skill set could thrive a little bit with Jordan Brown in the mix.
0: All right. Defensive player of the year. We both went with Theo Akuba. Uh, just a good shot blocker, good defender. Uh, and, uh While I think Brown will be the best kind of score for this team, Akuba should uh, be the best defender. Yeah, absolutely. All right, newcomer of the year, uh, I'm going to go once again with Jordan Brown. Uh, Greg Farm would be probably the backup option if uh, they say, like the Big 12 did, we're not going to have our newcomer of the year and player of the year be the same player. Yeah. So, Uh, but Jordan Brown's my pick.
1: Yeah, I'm going with Greg Parham. Replacing Michael Flowers is a big thing to replace, but uh, he should be a pretty high usage guy. He's a good passer, good playmaker, good shooter. He does everything you'd like in a point guard, so I think he'll be able to contribute very well for a South Alabama team that should be in contention here in the Sun Belt.
0: All right, then Coach of the Year, I went with Mike Bellotto. I think he'll kind of get this uh, Arkansas State program running near the top of the uh, Sun Belt this season, and I think they'll make him good enough to be coach of the year in this league.
1: Yeah, I went with another Louisiana Lafayette here. I'm going with Bob Marlin. I think this team's just going to be really good, and typically it'll either be a team that overachieves where their coach wins conference or conference coach of the year, or it'll be the top coach in the conference. I'm going with the top coach in the conference for this one.
0: All right, that will wrap it up for the Fun Belt, Sun Belt preview. Make sure to subscribe to Making the Madness on uh, whatever podcast platform you are listening to. And we will be back next time.